Hello, new creation. Today we will be in Isaiah 35, and this is finishing up a portion of Isaiah's poetry um, before we will move into the account of King Hezekiah. And here I think chapter 35 really feels like this amazing, redemptive end to this prophecy and poetry that Isaiah has been speaking. And in this chapter, we see this imagery about the return of the exiled Israelites and just the beauty and restoration that God is going to bring in restoring them to Jerusalem. And even just reading through Isaiah now and the weight of these words and this imagery and this prophecy that has been in these chapters, um, I can't even imagine what the Israelites themselves would have felt and just experienced of hearing um, such a deep shift in Isaiah's words to them. And we see these last verses, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads, and they shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. And it's just a really powerful and beautiful picture that Isaiah speaks of here. And what seems to be um, really standing out and powerful in this passage is the Lord's power and faithfulness to his people. Um, you know, we just heard from Jared last week um, about, you know, those who were seeking out <clears throat> Egypt <clears throat> and these warnings of finding security or strength back in other places and reassurances apart from God. Um, and so here we see, I think, the power at play that God had promised to the Israelites. And this is just a beautiful description of that power at play for them and for their people. And this doesn't even seem to be... Um, just a description of, you know, release from captivity, but also beautiful restoration, even talking about, then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. And then the lame sh um, shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. But these are descriptions of not only just coming out of captivity and being transported, but being fully restored and redeemed in so many different ways and from the power um, that God offers into humanity. And then again, in the very last verse, um, Israel is referred to as the ransomed of the Lord, and they shall return and come to Zion with singing. And, you know, when you think about that word ransomed, um, this is not in any way the power of the captor, the captive, to get out of captivity and the situation, but it is the 
entity, or in this case, God, the Father of Israel, who provides this ransom and this deliverance. And Israel is then the ransomed of the Lord and has this beautiful opportunity to receive the power and the deliverance from God the Father um, apart from anything that they have done on their own. And I just think about how hard and difficult it is um, to live in the complete kind of surrender to God's power um, instead of relying on our own tactics to try to ransom ourselves. Um, But there is beautiful redemption and power in the surrender before him and when he comes to ransom us. And so I just pray that our eyes are open to the places where we need the Lord's power to ransom us, that we need to um, kind of surrender into um, his power and grace and redemption um, and be maybe that ransomed people um, that he is fighting for.